Hello and welcome to the MyCare Champion Cast. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Laura Hall of the Michigan Health and Hospital Association. This series covers key issues surrounding healthcare in Michigan and how you can help protect the health of your community. Today, we're talking about the Affordable Care Act, or Obamacare, and how it has impacted the state of Michigan. For brief background, the ACA was signed into law in 2010 and had the goal of ensuring every American had access to affordable health care. It included the option for states to expand Medicaid to more people, which Michigan successfully implemented, so we've seen nearly 1 million people in our state gaining health insurance through the ACA. Dizzy Warren, Executive Director of Enroll Michigan, will give us a little more information about this year's open enrollment period and what people need to know about their insurance through the individual marketplace. Enroll Michigan has existed since the implementation of the Affordable Care Act in 2013. Um, We were, and even today, we are the only federally funded statewide Navigator organization. So for the last, counting this year, four years, we've been working with over 30 community-based groups and organizations throughout the state of Michigan who uh, were positioned to work in all 83 counties helping consumers with navigational services like outreach, education, and enrollment. But currently for this enrollment year, we have 23 organizations who will be working in 77 counties throughout the state to help people get the health care coverage that they need and deserve. Mm-hmm. And these are people who, you know, maybe don't get insurance through their employer or don't want to use that insurance and they're enrolling individually on the individual marketplace? Exactly. They These are folks, we're looking to uh, serve folks who are uninsured or underinsured, which is critically important this year, um, who are marketplace, meaning going through the federal system, marketplace eligible, and as always, and on an ongoing basis, we also work with Medicaid uh, uh, eligible consumers. So from your organization's perspective, how, how has the ACA impacted the state? From an economic perspective, the state certainly has uh, gained a lot there. There was a um, study done by the Center for Health Research and Transformation at the uh, University of Michigan that talked about an increase of over 100,000 jobs. So economically, it has a huge impact on the state. From a consumer perspective, which is our primary interest, we have uh, consumers who uh, will no longer be on the verge or go over that uh, from bankruptcy due to medical uh, bills that they uh, would have incurred in the past. So the number one uh, reason for family bankruptcy before the ACA was medical bills. Mm -hmm. And so that is no longer uh, the case. There's also people, when it comes to the Medicaid, because that's a part of the Affordable Care Act, In Michigan, according to the State Department of Health and Human Services, over 300,000 Michigan consumers have been able to get, uh, have dental care. And many of those people for the first time ever or the first time in a very long time. So, and that's important. We are, we know now how dental health is directly related to your overall health. And then the other thing I wanted to bring up is that Of the people, the almost a million folks that are now covered in Michigan 
be, between the 670,000 plus that are on Medicaid, the expanded Medicaid program, and those who have gone through the marketplace, it's close to a million people. Those million uh, people, for the most part, either they're paying no, uh, they're not paying anything toward because they are eligible for subsidies, or at least 83% of them who go through the marketplace get some sort of assistance in paying their premium and other out-of-pocket expenses. So the benefit to uh, Michiganders is huge, and those are just some of the ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can give you a list of at least 10 more, uh, and I will mention one more, and that is the, uh, because uh, ad- young adults, for the first time young adults, uh, parents are able to keep them on their employer-sponsored health insurance, uh, whereas before they may have gone without. Mm-hmm. So that's a big one also for not just us in Michigan, but around the country. So lots more people being able to lead healthier lives and get the care that they need when they need it. And... Exactly, which then leads to uh, lower health care in general. And that's the other area that is a big, big, big benefit in Michigan and around the country. In Michigan, um, there are studies that show that uncompensated care costs for medical providers is down more than 50%. What's going on right now, I guess, in terms of open enrollment? It's only six weeks this year, so that's really a big deal. This is the first time we've had such a short period. In fact, it's half of what we had last year. If we can just scream from every rooftop one thing, that one of those things would be Open enrollment is very short this year, so you need to start really early. Um, do not wait, uh, and especially if you are uh, un- uninsured and you don't know what your options are and you might need to seek out um, the assistance of either a uh, navigator or other type of assister in your neighborhood or in your community, or even if you need to call healthcare.gov or the marketplace and ask them some questions. Those lines are going to be busy. Those navigators and assisters are going to book their appointments up pretty fast. So the second most important piece as far as what we want consumers to know is not only is this a shortened period, but if you think you're going to need help, you need to start even earlier. (laughs) If you miss this open enrollment period, there are a number of things you might miss. One would be, um, you would end up in a position of not having insurance, um, potentially, um, which means that you might be subject to a federal penalty this year. Um, The Affordable Care Act is still the law of the land, and one of those uh, components is uh, the individual mandate that requires that those who can afford it get health care coverage. The other thing is that you will miss the opportunity to help get financial assistance to pay for your coverage. While the insurance rate for this, uh, our state specifically has gone up this year in, in double digits in some areas, it's not across the board, but in general in double digits, the financial assistance that you would be eligible for, for most of the scenarios we've gone through, there's, is not going to be that much of a change to you because you have enrolled in time through the marketplace and you will be eligible for those uh, subsidies. So it's really important to make sure you're getting that process going soon. Yes. And even for the now, I, I said that's for if you don't have coverage, but it's also equally important for those who have coverage, 
we strongly, strongly encourage consumers, even if you like what you got, you should still take the opportunity to see what is different out there because there may be something better for you. And so what is the process like for enrolling if you don't have insurance or, or I guess even to make a change? You know, what documents do you need to bring? Are there specific details you need to be prepared to answer when you're going through the process? Yes. Um, in general, um, enrolling is a relatively easy process, especially if you have access to a computer and you can go online and do it. In fact, we would, uh, we would suggest that if you have that ability, that is going to be the quickest and easiest way to uh, get enrolled is to just go online to healthcare.gov. Um, the pro like I say, the process is pretty simple. You could also uh, call the Marketplace Call Center. They have an 800 number, which is 1-800-318-2596. They will walk you through the application process as well. You can still do a paper application, although I don't know why anybody would, but there's still a paper application process. Um, that one is um, takes a little bit longer, and again, um, I would try one of the other ways before doing that. And then the other way is, again, calling your um, your local navigator or other, other assisters to help you. So there are three ways, really, for you to get started. Uh, when you do call these uh, or go online, you need to be prepared to provide proof of your citizenship or immigrant status. Or if you are a, a member of a federally recognized tribe, you need to provide the federal ID to prove that. You need to have the birth dates of all the family members that are looking for coverage or that you would like to get covered. And the last uh, four pay stubs or W-2 forms, um, that will get you substantially through the application process. Now, if you do need assistance, one, you could go online again to healthcare.gov. There is an uh, option for you to select find local help. If you click on find local health and put in your zip code, then you will get a listings of navigators, um, certified application counselors, as well as agents and brokers. These are folks that are trained to provide you with free um, assistance and they're trained to offer you or to help you identify all of your options. You need to ask them, are they certified to offer you programs through the marketplace because that's the only place you're gonna get these subsidies. And there are a lot of agent brokers who may not be um, certified to work through the marketplace. So consumers need to know for sure because again, another big change for this year is in the past when you have not made the best decision for you and your family or in re especially in um, re-enrollment if you didn't like what you got through re-enrollment um, in January, you were offered the opportunity to switch. Not true this time around. So again, it's this is the year to be proactive. Take your healthcare coverage in your own hands. Ask the right questions when it comes to agent brokers uh, and uh, seek out assistance through these navigators or certified application counselors if you need it. Next, Ruthann Sutterth, Vice President of Public Affairs for the MHA, will share a little bit more about the additional benefits Michigan has seen thanks to the ACA. 
There's definitely been a huge benefit to Michigan and the residents of Michigan, uh, primarily from the um, expanded coverage through the um, health insurance marketplace and through the Healthy Michigan Plan. Combined, we've got about a million people who have coverage that didn't have it before um, the Affordable Care Act, just through those two mechanisms. Um, and one big piece that uh, is a factor in making it affordable is the health care subsidies that are available to people who make below 400% of the poverty level. So if you're a family of four making about $98,000 a year, you can get a subsidy to make a health care coverage plan more affordable on the exchange. So that's a really huge benefit. That means they have more money in their pocket to spend in their local economy. Uh, they have the coverage they need to stay healthy and keep going to work. Uh, they're not taking as many sick days, things like that. So that's really been a huge benefit. One other benefit I would say, though, is related to the kind of coverage that's available. The Affordable Care Act put into place something called essential health benefits, and that makes sure every plan in any given state covers certain things to make sure that folks have access to behavioral health coverage, to prescription coverage, um, to uh, perinatal and, and OB coverage, things like that. Uh, and that makes sure all plans encompass some of those really key benefits that folks need to get the preventive care and the longer term care that they need to maintain their health. And then the last piece I would say that is a really big benefit for folks that came through the ACA was the establishment of the navigators. And that's a group of folks who help people understand the types of insurance that are available to them. They help them weed through the options and understand which plans might fit their health needs or their family's economic needs. Uh, and then they help them actually enroll in those plans and apply for coverage. And those folks are located all around the state of Michigan locally. They're accessible online. Uh, and, and one other group of um, assisters that has been established has been the certified application counselors. And hospitals are actually certified application counselors. A lot of folks might not know that if you need help enrolling in either Medicaid or an individual health plan on the exchange, you can contact your local hospital, and many of them have people that you can go and sit with and who can help you enroll in coverage right there in the hospital as well. We know there's been so much news about trying to repeal and replace ACA. What is the latest going on and how is that impacting you know, some of those things you were just talking about? Absolutely. It has been a long and interesting year <laughs> uh, as it relates to the ACA and, and very active in D.C. this year. Uh, we anticipated through uh, you know, the 2016 campaign that there were going to be a lot of folks coming into Washington, Washington D.C. Uh, who wanted to repeal and replace the ACA or at least repeal it. Um, and that has a, had us very concerned throughout the year. So starting in the spring, um, there were different bills introduced. Um, some got a vote and some didn't that would have eliminated the Affordable Care Act and the coverage expansion that's come with it. None of those bills got the support they needed in, in uh, both sides of Congress to actually pass, though. Um, so as of today, um, there are still discussions going on. Uh, with the Democrats and the Republicans, and some are actually working together now uh, to try to decide, you know, maybe we shouldn't blow the whole system up. Maybe we should do this piecemeal and try to fix the Affordable Care Act. And as hospitals, we know that there are things in the law that can be fixed. It was never a perfect law. Um, there are elements that aren't working that well, uh, and the individual market does need some stabilization. So at this point, uh, down in D.C., 
there are still discussions going on, but the latest efforts to actually repeal the ACA uh, haven't gone anywhere, uh, and we're, we're okay for now, but we still need to keep fighting to help our congressmen and congresswomen understand the benefit that it's provided to our states and our residents, for sure. So you talked about this a little bit already, but how are hospitals helping, um, especially in terms of the navigators and helping people get insurance coverage? So hospitals were affected by the Affordable Care Act in many ways, but when it comes to helping folks understand coverage and enroll in coverage, like I said, that they have um, almost all hospitals in the state are now certified application counselors. That means that they have people who can um, help you understand Uh, not only if you have a hospital bill or if you need financial assistance because maybe you don't have coverage, but they can actually sit with you and help you understand either the individual market and if you and your family just need a plan through private coverage, they can help you understand which plans are available and what those cost and uh, which plan might be best for you. But they can also help you understand and apply for the Healthy Michigan Plan. And the Healthy Michigan Plan is a um, is an insurance plan that's comprehensive in terms of its benefits, and it's offered to people by the state of Michigan who make up to 138% of the poverty level uh, annually. And that equals, if you're an individual, about um, $16,000, $17,000 a year. Um, and so hospitals help people understand if they're eligible for that coverage, and then they help walk you through that application. So they're really focused on making sure people get coverage they need so that if they need elective services, they can continue to receive those. If they need medication, they can continue to receive those. And it's really about maintaining health and making sure folks aren't getting any sicker. So that's been a big focus. There are other things from the Affordable Care Act that um, have impacted hospitals. Um, and just in, it really encouraged them to be more collaborative with their community partners and with other states. One example is the community needs assessment that they're now all doing. Every three years, every hospital in Michigan has to uh, basically work with their community to understand what kinds of health needs exist and then develop a plan to address those needs. It's really pretty simple, but that's happening just a lot more and there's more collaboration with public health and with community partners. So if there are health needs in the community that you you feel like your hospital needs to know about, look for those opportunities to get engaged in that process. And then on on the quality and safety side, uh, the Affordable Care Act has really encouraged hospitals um, and and the MHA is doing some of this work to work across state lines. And so Michigan hospitals are leading an effort through its uh, innovation and um, engagement network um, through our Keystone Center to work with the state of Illinois and the state of Wisconsin to actually eliminate um, hospital-associated infections and things like that um, as a region. And that's pretty exciting as well and has shown some really promising results in terms of infection reduction. And some of those stories I know are on our My Care Matters website to kind of highlight that. Um, Aside from checking out that information, what are other ways that people can spread the word or stay informed on this kind of ever-changing situation? Yeah, and it, it does change every day. One thing I could say is that Um, we have a coalition that the MHA is part of called the Protect My Care Coalition. And if you visit the website at protectmycare.com, you can see resources and news and updates, and there's an action center available. And that's really related mostly to the Affordable Care Act debate and the repeal and replace efforts. So I uh, I would encourage folks to visit that website and learn what's going on at any given moment, and you can uh, sign up to receive, you know, newsletters and updates on that. Um, 
there's also a tool that lets you populate a uh, pre-written letter that you can send to Congress or, to, or, or it helps you understand how to contact your congressional office and, um, and make your voice heard. So that's one thing folks can do. Um, they can also stay engaged with the MHA through the My Care Matters campaign. Um, that's something we're doing to help folks understand the issues going on both at the state and the federal level as it relates to healthcare and healthcare innovation um, and what hospitals are doing in that space. Uh, and we're keeping folks informed about um, issues like auto no fault and the opioid crisis and things like that. So um, through this campaign and through this podcast, uh, we're trying to help folks understand what's going on and, and use their voice to stay engaged. So I'd encourage folks to check out both the protectmycare.com site and the mycarematters.org site. Talking about open enrollment, mm-hmm. um, you know, the deadline is going to be shorter this year yes. and there isn't going to be as much spreading the word from the federal level. So what is being done to kind of address that and try to help make sure people who need to get covered are able to get covered? Absolutely. There was a cut in funding Um, for things like marketing and enrollment assistance. Uh, So you might be seeing less advertising and things like that. Um, But we are working with our partners at Enroll Michigan and um, helping uh, get the word out about any events that the navigators are having locally and things like that. So uh, the folks who um, still want people to get covered and make sure that they have the information they need are still working together to get the word out. Um, But it is a shortened enrollment period. It's only six weeks. Um, But I would encourage you to uh, make sure that you understand from your insurance plan if you're being automatically re-enrolled or if you have to actively make a a plan selection. Uh, And making sure you understand that early in November so that you have time to gather the documents you need. Uh, Put your information back into your profile at healthcare.gov and update your income information just to make sure that your subsidies don't need to change or that your plan doesn't need to change and that it still meets your needs. Um, So, And again, those subsidies are available for folks uh, making up to 400% of the poverty level. So help is out there uh, if you feel like you might not be able to afford uh, the entire premium for a plan. And so the resources, like you said, Enroll Michigan and then even your local hospital could help you, um, some sort of navigator could help you with enrolling? Yep, absolutely. I would say that if you're um, if you're comfortable doing things online, check out healthcare.gov first uh, and find out what kind of information you might uh, need to get or uh, what kind of help you might need and then uh, head on over to Enroll Michigan or, or call your local hospital and find out who locally might be able to sit with you or talk with you on the phone and, and help you get your application processed. My Care Champions can help by spreading the word to friends and family that open enrollment for individual health insurance plans runs November 1st to December 15th at healthcare.gov. There will be less public promotion and a shorter deadline to enroll, but there are still resources to help at local hospitals, Enroll Michigan, and other organizations. There are links to these resources and more information in the Take Action section of MyCareMatters.org. We also wanted to share a quick update about the auto no-fault issue, which we've covered in past episodes. House Bill 5013 has been voted out of committee, which means it will soon go to a vote in the House. This bill would not give real rate relief to Michigan drivers, just allow people to buy lower coverage, which would jeopardize their futures if they're injured in a car crash. You can listen to our previous episodes to get a little bit more information and read more on our website. Thanks everybody for listening. We'd love to hear your feedback. Give us a review or email us at communicate at mha.org. And be sure to join us in two weeks for the next episode of the MyCare Champion Cast.